Happy Friday, everybody. Good to see you. My name is Tim Harris. It's 10 o'clock. It's Friday. I love Friday. Uh, it's the end of a week. It's the end of a good week. Uh, and it uh, hadn't been a good week in the Word. I've really enjoyed uh, my time with you this week. It's been especially good. We're wrapping up the book of Acts. Actually, we're getting toward the end. We're in chapter 24 today. Paul, uh, his trial before Felix. So let's, let's jump right in. Uh, yesterday we left off where uh, Claudius Lysias, the tribune, we know his name now, Claudius Lysias had uh, taken Paul to Caesarea, mostly for his protection, but also for his adjudication, his trial. Uh, he gets to Felix. Felix decides to wait until Paul's accusers arrive from Jerusalem. And so five days later, uh, Ananias, the high priest, arrives with some of uh, the Jewish elders, and he's got his lawyer, you guys. I mean, he brought his lawyer, Tertullus. Uh, I, I, I don't know, it's just, I don't know, something about that. Uh, he brought his lawyer. The high priest brought his lawyer, you all. Uh, actually, it's not a joke. Uh, this is the first, uh, and, and in many ways, the, the only real formal legal proceeding we've had so far. I mean, we've had all kinds of, you know, uh, you know, legal talk around Paul, what are the charges, but you know, nothing ever sticks and nobody knows what to do with them from a Roman perspective. So here it's a full-blown trial. This is a real deal. So the Jews come in this time with their uh, lawyer, Tertullus. Uh, it's a Roman name. Uh, it's not clear if Tertullus is Jewish. At times he seems Jewish uh, from the way he speaks. Sometimes he seems to speak uh, from a Jewish perspective. Um, trying to desecrate the temple when we arrested him. We, he seems to sound Jews there, but then uh, in other places, he doesn't seem to sound Jewish. So it's hard to know whether the Jews hired them a good Greek lawyer because he would understand Greek law, a uh, Gentile, or whether he's a Jewish lawyer. We don't know. I guess in the, in the end, it doesn't really matter. Uh, once more, they're trying to find charges that stick against Paul and Tertullus uh, voices three charges here. The first is he's a troublemaker. Um, the Greek word there is pest. He's a pest. Uh, that sounds juvenile, but but honestly, this is a very serious charge. And you can, you can see the Jews here trying to fish for a charge that's going to have teeth in a Roman court. Uh, the whole deal here is that it always sounds like it's just you Jews fighting with each other. Why do we care, you know, from Roman perspective? But they're trying to find a charge against Paul that will in, in, in inflame the Romans. And so here, the idea that he's a troublemaker, he's a pest, he's a plague. Uh, it's truly, those are the words, uh, literally what they mean. Um, but it's more serious than that. It's not just he's a, you know, he's a pest. Like he gets on everybody's nerves. Uh the troublemaker, the, the accusation here is that uh, Paul is disturbing the peace. Now, even that sounds, you know, sort of not serious from our perspective, disturbing the peace. You know, what did you do? You know, blow your horn after midnight in the neighborhood. But, but no, remember how in the Roman Empire, they're very proud of their ability to bring peace. It's called the Pax Romana, you know, the, 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 the peace of Rome. They're very proud of that. And in all of their colonies and all of their territories, they have... To, you know, tribunes like Claudius Lysias who were there for the specific reason to keep peace. And so this uh, accusation that this is the troublemaker, he's a disturber of the peace, uh, that, that flies directly in the face of Rome. He's a disturber of the Pax Romana, the, you know, the, the peace of Rome. So that's their attempt at a serious charge. After that, he's ringleader of the Nazarenes. You know, it sounds like a, you know, a, you know, a, a bunch of bad guys about to, you know, 
you know, shoot up a saloon or something. But uh, here, again, fishing for, again, some kind of uh, charge that will, that will, the Romans will take seriously. The idea here is that this is some sort of uh, riotous group, a, a cult, but they are uh, somehow going to be insurrectionists, you know, Nazarenes. Again, it's a Jewish kind of slur on Jesus, the Nazarene and his movement. But anyway, it's cast in the most negative light possible, you know, in, in order once more to try to get the Romans to take their charges seriously. Finally, number three, uh, a violation of the temple. He's violated the Jewish temple. Uh, that's their accusations. Uh, Tertullus is very well spoken, uh, and his uh, case is made very precisely here. Again, it's the only thing approaching a formal, you know, judicial hearing. We have the prosecuting attorney, Tertullus, who gives, you know, his opening argument, and, and then Paul has an opportunity to respond as the defendant. Uh, uh, so that's what happens. Paul gives his uh, his defense. Uh, notice how Paul is hammering his own defense down to this idea of resurrection. He keeps coming back to the to the resurrection. He says, "My accusers never found me arguing with anybody in the temple. You know, I can't be a, a somebody who violated, desecrated the temple." Now, remember, it's a reference back to uh, earlier when. Paul, you know, his last trip to Jerusalem was seen in the temple complex with, 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 with Trophimus. And the accusation was that Paul took a Gentile into the temple, but Paul seeing that, you know, that never happened. And, and notice that they don't have anybody here that could say that that happened. Uh, and uh, again, Paul does a good job here. I follow the way which they call a cult, he says. I worship the God of our ancestors. Paul tries to stress his Jewishness, uh, even in his legal defense here, uh, I have the same hope in God that they have, uh, that he will raise both the righteous and the unrighteous. Again, Paul makes reference to the resurrection, which he's not going to back down on. Because of all this, I try to maintain a clear conscience. Again, once more, Paul says, I have a clear conscience. I haven't done anything. Um, after several years away, I returned to Jerusalem with money uh, to aid my people. Again, he's talking about the offering he brought back from the Gentile churches. My accusers saw me while I was in the middle of a purification ceremony, again, I was worshiping. Uh, I was a pilgrim and I was worshiping. So again, understand pilgrims don't usually go in and you know blow up the temple. And for that matter, worshipers don't either. So Paul is doing a pretty good job of establishing his innocence here. Uh, he says, you know, probably those, you know, Asian Jews are the ones who, you know, had the first argument with me, but I can't help but notice none of them are here, you know, Paul says. Uh, and so uh, at that point, Felix just sort of, you know, shuts it all down. He adjourns the court without making a decision. Uh, that's kind of typical Felix. I, I challenged you yesterday to, to do a little homework because Felix is just kind of an interesting loser. Um, and I mean that. Uh, he's kind of a loser. He, he's not remembered very fondly in history. Uh, he was the uh, procurator uh, of Judea. Uh, in the years approximating 52, 59, so the late 50s. Um, during that time, uh, he was just, he was, he was, you know, pathetic excuse for anything. I want to root for him because he was a former slave. He was a freed man and he uh, ascended to his, you know, official post, probably because his brother Pallas was very close to the emperor Claudius, I believe. And so at any rate, you know, here's Felix uh, kind of in over his head. 
the accusations in many Romans, he's usually kind of viewed with disdain. They say that he wielded public power with the mind of a slave. In other words, he was always in over his head. Again, I want to root for him because he really was a former slave. I, I want him to do well, but he did not do well. He was kind of, among other things, known for his three wives. His first wife was the granddaughter of Antony and Cleopatra. So, you know, la-di-da. <laughs> yeah. A princess for a first wife. His third wife is the one mentioned here, Drusilla. Drusilla was 16 years old when he married her. It was she's He's her second husband, uh, but she was known for her beauty. She's the daughter, I believe, of King Agrippa, the, the, the Jewish official. So she's Jewish, and, and that's made some note here at the end of the chapter. A few days later, Felix keeps coming back. He comes back with his wife, Drusilla. It, it makes mention that uh, Felix is actually familiar with the way, familiar with the Christian movement. So... That's probably because his you know, wife, Drusilla, was Jewish and probably had a little more connection and understanding of, of those kind of Jewish developments. So anyway, uh, he just keeps stringing Paul along. Uh, he ends up leaving him kind of in prison for two years, in which case he brings him out every now and then to talk to him. Um, Paul, uh, Paul talks to him about faith in Christ, and the scripture says that for a while it sounds like Felix and Drusilla listen. He talks about righteousness and he talks about the coming day of judgment and the scripture says Felix was afraid of that. So Felix literally becomes frightened when Paul talks about judgment. He says, I get on out of here now, go away now. You know, when he gets uh, convicted, he doesn't want to hear anymore. Come back when it's more convenient and I'll call for you again. So over the course of about two years, Felix keeps calling him back in. It turns out he really wasn't interested in the message so much as he just kept thinking if he brought Paul back, Paul would offer him a bribe. It's illegal, but Felix doesn't care, you know? Uh, Felix was just a goon, y'all. Uh, remember when Claudius Lysias first met Paul and he said, I thought you was Egyptian. Uh, apparently during the that that rule of, of, of Felix, among other things, there was this Egyptian who, who started this insurrection and Felix being kind of the, you know, exaggerated kind of fool that he was, he put this, you know, insurrection down and like 400 people died. But among the 400 people that died, the Egyptian who started it wasn't, you know, among the dead. So he got away. And so that's probably why Claudius Lysias said, I thought she might be that Egyptian, you know, thinking maybe they caught him. Uh, you know, this Paul, this big international troublemaker, which obviously he's not. At any rate, Felix doesn't manage to do anything the whole time, but, but sort of play with Paul. And ultimately, uh, Felix is removed because he's that inept. He was taken out because he was terrible at his job. And he's replaced with Festus. Festus follows Felix in the story of Paul. Tomorrow, Paul appears before Festus. Often when you have a brand new ruler coming in the place of a former ruler, the, the new guy wants to get rid of all the old business and like prisoners like Paul would just be set free. But uh, if that's Paul's you know hope or expectation, that's not the way it's going to go for Paul. You know that. Uh, so we'll pick up right here on Monday morning. Uh, Acts chapter 25, we'll go verses 1 to 27. That's the whole chapter. Acts chapter 25, verses 1 to 27 for Monday. Hey, Sunday morning at Woodburn, 8, 9, 30, and 11. It's, it's Heritage Day. It's actually our church anniversary. We were founded in 1867, and we sort of celebrate uh, our establishment uh, each year on the last Sunday of May. So that's this coming Sunday. We're even having a potluck, you guys, after the 11 o'clock service. So uh, uh, come join us for lunch. Uh, if I don't see you Sunday, I will see you Monday. I know it's a holiday, but uh, I'll, I'll get Tim with Tim up. If, if, if you don't get to see it, you have to double up on Tuesday. How's that? But I will have Tim with Tim 
on Monday morning. I love you guys so much. Have a great weekend, and I'll see you, Lord willing, on Monday, 10 o'clock. I, I love you all. I I'll see you then.